a review of the online privacy and tracking report from Cujo AI. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Rob Hull, Vice President of Commercial Management at Cujo AI. Welcome, Rob. Good morning. What does Cujo AI do, and what do you do in your role uh, at Cujo? So Cujo AI, we, we provide a managed suite of digital life protection services, uh, which we actually sell to uh, ISPs, and then they offer them to their end customers. And digital life protection services are things like IoT security, safe browsing, advanced parental controls, and then some privacy solutions as well. Um, my role within Cujo um, is I'm the VP of commercial management. I'm responsible for product marketing. I'm responsible for what our commercial proposition looks like in terms of the features, how we articulate it, and, and the pricing. Cujo AI just released a report on privacy and online tracking. What was the data collected and who, who all did you survey? So, uh, yes, um, so that was an interesting one. So we, some, we surveyed... 4,500 customers, uh, they were in the US. Uh, they were 50-50 split between male, female. Um, a very, very good split between eight, above 18 year olds all the way to 65 year olds with a with fairly proportionate split across that base. Um, and also um, ooh, over 90% actually had, you know, university degrees, college degrees, and, and, and certainly high school diplomas. So we felt it was a good representative split of the US demographics. And what we were interested in is what they understood and how they felt about internet privacy. What is the problem that you seek to address related to privacy and online tracking? Um, so I guess the biggest issue is a lack of clarity um, and customers at best get a single opt-in or don't opt-in to cookies and they don't really know what they're opting into. In fact, lots of customers don't really understand too much about internet privacy. Uh, they confuse things like getting their password stolen, and identity theft and tracking and advertising. And so they don't really understand what it is. So what we wanted to understand is what they understood by the term internet privacy, what really worried them and, and what sort of compromises they were happy to make in order to make their online experience as, as good as possible. According to your findings, what entity did the respondents think should take responsibility for privacy and tracking protection? Well, it was interesting. We, we, we actually offer them a number of, of suggestions there. And it ranged from, you know, 50% said the government should mandate all of this. Uh, a lot of them felt the websites themselves should be responsible, but, but almost gave up in thinking that that was going to happen. So then their default answer, and the most popular actually answer, was the ISPs. And they felt the ISPs should assist them in keeping their data private from third parties when they were using the internet. Um, and I guess... My think is that thoughts are that this is just basically, well, the end, the end companies aren't doing it. Therefore, maybe the only guardian I have left is my ISP because you know, they own my data when it leaves my home. So can they protect that data when it goes into the, the World Wide Web? What were some of the key takeaways, if you will, from the survey? So I guess that the biggest key takeaway is people worry about being tracked online. Uh, two thirds of customers actually said they never felt there was a good reason to have their online internet being tracked. Um, 
And that was interesting again, because of the one third that didn't worry about online tracking, they were almost all under 35 and everybody over 35 really worried about it. Um, there was mass confusion about what did you need to give to a website in order for that website to work, in order for your online experience to be good, so you didn't have to sign in every time so that the website could remember your credit card, and what information was tracked which didn't seem very relevant to you, uh, being used for advertising or profiling you to send you offers that you might not be very interested in, and generally people worried about their privacy. But the bigger concern was they just didn't know what information was private and what information was ended up being sort of pseudo public domain and outside of their control. The opt into cookies feature appeared in mass about, I don't know, maybe two years ago. Yes. Was that from the introduction of GDPR? That, that certainly was a big thing. I mean, many companies were, were, were asking about cookies, but, but the EU sort of mandated that there was greater transparency. Um, but all of these things end up being a compromise. I mean, if you ask customers what they want to do, they might say, oh, I want real, real control. If you then say, do you want to spend 10 minutes before you look at any content filling out a large form? They'll say, of course not. So what we've actually ended having is this, this easy solution, but it's a little bit black and white. You get the choice to say, yes, I opt in, or, or I don't opt in. And most often than not, if you say, I don't opt in, then you get a little pop-up that says, I'm very sorry, you can't look at any of this content. You don't get that granular opportunity to say, well, I'm happy for this sort of cookie to have work, but I'm not happy for this sort of cookie. You don't get the ability to say, I'm happy for the information to stay within your website, but I don't actually want you selling my information to third parties or using it to profile me. And, and that's, I think, where end users get worried about. You know, they, they might have a good relationship with the primary website, but they want to know what's happening to my data after the primary website gets it. And that is that's just not transparent at all in today's internet. So to what degree does the age of the internet user correlate uh, to their privacy concerns? Uh, well, it's a difficult one, to be honest, um, because everybody feels that content should be free at the point of consumption. I mean, yes, the subscriptions and, and you know, there's, there's more and more good information which is behind a paywall. But the majority of, of, of internet information out there is, is there's no paywall involved. And obviously there does need to be some sort of commerce transaction. And I think people are happy looking at adverts. You know, they understand that, that you know, the people that run these services have to monetize them in some way, shape or form. But I think they want to understand what information is being used by you to show me that advert. And is it does it disappear after the advert gets shown or does it kept behind? Is it reused? Is it sold to third parties? And I think going back, it's an issue of clarity that people have. And until they have clarity, they want to opt out. So we've seen you know, some companies uh, do ad blocking. That, that's a bit crude. That just basically blocks everything. Um, what we at Cujo believe is that customers should have the ability to actually stop certain information from leaving their device, whether it's a PC or a phone. And in that way, you can decide to restrict profile information um, if, if you so wish. Now, with quid pro quo is, is the website might say, well, if you're going to restrict that information, then I'm going to restrict the content that comes back. But that's a more informed choice than the opt-in, opt-out of cookies, which is a bit black and white, and it's share everything or share nothing. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's the problem we're hoping to resolve. It, it's, it's, it's really just to bring some clarity and give users the tools to decide how much information do they feel they want to share while, while, whilst browsing the internet. 
Rob Hull, Vice President of Commercial Management at Cujo AI. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Uh, if somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want a copy of the report, what's the best way they can do that? Probably the best way is actually to either go to our website, which is uh, cujo.com, or, or look me up on, on LinkedIn. More than happy to connect with folk on LinkedIn, and, and then I'll pass them to the right department within Cujo. Thanks again, Rob. Thank you, and Tanya. Cheers. Find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.